Hold up, hold up, hold up. I know. I know that the first thing that came to your mind immediately you saw the title was, uh-uh, which one is this one again? How can you say something like that? That's not even possible. Well, my dear, that's the same thing I thought the first time I heard someone say this. And what made it worse was reading it in scripture. Do you know that there is a place in scripture that says that the fearful will be thrown into the lake of fire? Yes, lake of fire. It gets that serious. So if you want to hear the end of this, give me your ears for the next few minutes. Let me take you on an interesting journey. Hi, dear beloved. My name is Omar and this is The Rest Podcast. If this is your first time listening, bienvenido. That's Spanish for welcome. Tighten your seatbelts as I take you on a journey to rest. Because that's the goal of every episode on this podcast. Let's fly. So I came across this scripture and it really got me thinking. Like, is it a sin to feel fear? What's the punishment for this sin called fear? And that scripture is Revelations 21 verse 8, it says, But the fearful and unbelieving, the abominable, murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That is the King James Version. So the first time I saw the scripture, I was like, um, I'm gonna burn in hell cause what? I was so afraid. So the purpose of this episode is to bring you light on this issue. So if you've not been paying attention, this is the time to give me your ears. I'll go straight to the point. It is not a sin to feel fear, but fear can become sin depending on what you do with it. I'll explain that right now. You see, naturally, fear is an emotional response built into our being by God to warn us of impending danger, right? It activates the fight or flight response and it helps us to respond to threat. And in the right proportions, fear will help you to make smart decisions to ensure your safety. Now, that's one part of it. So if God created us this way, why did he now command us to not be afraid, right? Why would you put it inside of me then tell me to not be afraid? Like, are you trying to set me up, Heavenly Father? (laughs) For the purpose of this episode, I want you to consider fear a temptation. Yes, that's what it is. It is a suggestion, a temptation to doubt God and his abilities. Because at the heart of anxiety is really unbelief. And unbelief is sin. So your response to that feeling will determine whether it ends up a sin or not. So you want to ask yourself questions like, am I moved by fear? Do I let it control me? Do you let fear cripple you? Does fear have strong roots in you to the extent that you will obey its impulses over God's word in your heart? In the face of terrifying situations, who do you turn to first? What do you give into, fear or faith? These are questions to ask yourself. You see, a lot of times we end up sinning because we are too afraid to obey God in those instances. Fear is a spirit and however you respond to it is what determines whether it will result in sin or not. Temptations are not seen until you act on them. Yes, for instance, in the wilderness, the devil tempted Jesus continuously, but Jesus did not succumb. And scriptures record in Hebrews that Jesus is that high priest of ours who was tempted with all temptations, but he did not sin. So the sin is not in being tempted, but in falling for it. In the same light, feeling anxious is completely normal and very human, and as such, it is not a sin. But letting it keep you in disobedience is a sin 
something that will definitely be punished. My point is a question. What do you do with fear when it comes? Do you act on it? Do you entertain it? Or do you cast it and refuse it? So that scripture in Revelation says that the fearful will burn in the lake of fire. Yes. When we speak of fearful in this sense, we speak of those who it has become a nature for because of consistently and continuously choosing to respond to fear over the words, promises, and impulses of God. If fear has made you continuously and consciously reject God's words to you, beloved, you are living in sin and there is a punishment for that. Sin is an act against the Lord, that's disobedience. Fear becomes a sin when it moves you to disobedience. You see, fear and unbelief are closely related and like I earlier established, unbelief is a sin. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. That then means that anything done outside of faith, including unbelief, obviously, does not please God and it is sin. It's what happens when you cannot stand up to someone, for instance, who wants you to defile your body because you are afraid of offending that person. So in that instance, your fear has made you sin. Giving into your fear has made you sin. A story was told in the scriptures of a king who lost the throne that God gave him as a result of sinning because he was afraid. Saul went ahead to offer sacrifices that the priest and prophet Samuel should offer because he was afraid of the people. He broke ranks and God did not hesitate to punish him. So every time you move past your fears to obey God, you choose in that moment to believe God regardless of the threat that you are faced with. Imagine the joy of the father when David faced Goliath and said, The Lord who delivered me from the lions and bears will do the same with you today. Imagine how God's heart swelled with pride and joy at the fact that David believed him enough to step out in boldness and do his will. So imagine the same effect to have on God every single time we believe him enough to do his will regardless of our feelings. You see, it gladdens the heart of the father to be believed. It gladdens the heart of the father when we trust him. Don't deny God the opportunity to showcase his glory in a new way that we've never seen before just because you are afraid. The world does not revolve around you, darling. Don't attract God's punishment by disbelieving in his abilities. You see, fear is a suggestion. You decide whether to subscribe to it or not. You are not that powerless. It's not like you don't have a choice. You do, okay? That is why you are inexcusable. Because you have a choice at every single point to ever fall back into fear or step out in faith, knowing that you have a loving God and you can trust him. You can choose to, like Joshua and Caleb, see the land that God has promised you as God sees it, as conquerable, as accessible because God says so. And not see yourself as a grasshopper like the rest of the people who went to spy out the land. Now, this episode is a very short episode because I wanted to answer this question straightly. Is fear a sin? No. Fear, the feeling, is not a sin. What you do with that feeling will determine whether it will be a sin or not. I don't know you, neither do I know what God has told you to do maybe by a special word of prophecy or things that have been written down in scriptures for us that you are outrightly refusing to do 
under the guise of I'm shy and I'm afraid. You see, it sounds nice sometimes, you know, to lament about how afraid you are so you did not preach to that soul or you didn't tell that person that wanted to defile you, no. Or you just, you know, cheated in that examination hall because they did not say I used to overdo. It's easy to get comfortable under the titles that the enemy has branded these things as. Never forget that sin attracts punishment. I honestly really acknowledge the reality of mental health disorders. But for believers, I know that we have a provision in God that can take care of that. We have a provision in God that can take care of any kind of weakness. I am not denying that fact. I can't even deny it because I have had those experiences. Anxiety disorders, general anxiety disorders, name it ADHD. Yes, these things are our realities. But then there are those realities that are God's realities. It is true that a man can have the spirit of faith. It is true that the same things that made you tremble, the same things that used to sink you will be the same things that you'll be walking on like they never existed. It is true. I'm here to tell you again, like I always say, that you can choose. Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to tell you that you don't have any excuse. Sin attracts punishment. Stop stalling. This is your sign. This is your warning, if you must, to not delay on what God has called you to do because you are afraid. You are not the first person to feel fear. You will not be the last person to feel fear. But what you choose to do with that is what determines the outcome of your life. Don't stall on God's assignment. He will ask you to give an account. Don't let fear rob you of an opportunity to please God. Don't entertain it. Don't let it stay. As soon as it comes, you cast it. You are on a mission. You are a son or daughter of God on a mission. You are on a mission. You have a purpose. And fear must not be what towards that purpose of God for your life. So I'm just going to give you a moment to reflect and repent from delaying from procrastinating, from dragging your legs on assignments that God requires prompt responses from you on. Make a decision in your heart, beloved, to from now henceforth yield to God in faith. God can be trusted. He has a proven track record of faithfulness. It's not stories I'm telling you. These are facts, proven facts. Oh, dear precious Holy Spirit, I ask for your child that is listening to me right now. That even as they have made up their minds to do your will regardless of the threats before them. That you will give them the strength to. That you will empower, you will embolden them. That you will give them that spirit of faith that moved David to speak to Goliath. That spirit of faith that moved Noah to build an ark even when it did not look like it. That spirit of faith that moved Abraham to go ahead to offer up his son Isaac as a sacrifice before you told him to stop. That same spirit of faith, let it be given to them. In the name of Jesus, I pray for your heart and your mind that it receives the strength to carry the things that God will want you to carry. You will no longer be that fearful one, that scaredy cat, that one that everybody expects to cower in fright. From now henceforth, and even as the Lord expands these words in your heart, begin to walk in the freedom of boldness that God has called you to, in the name of Jesus. I feel it strongly in my heart to tell you again, 
Stop stalling on God's assignment. There is a time frame to everything that God calls us to do. Stop stalling on that assignment. The Lord bless you. Don't forget to have an amazing and intentional week. Face every fear knowing that once you overcome it, God gets glory. Knowing that it is not in your DNA to be a coward, but to be as bold as the lion. I love you. Bye.